so we started this uh, podcast not too long ago. Uh, we're both from Milwaukee, but I think, you know, just a, a smaller in-depth uh, analysis would be great. Um, although we both are attorneys and we both are from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, we uh, took two different paths to get there. And we also had two different upbringings, although a lot of it will parallel um, hopefully throughout the course of this podcast, you'll be able to see how we did it a little differently. Yeah. And with that, I think, you know, I'll, I'll kick it off. My name's Tom. Uh, my real name is Anthony Gaines. I'm one of seven, but technically 11 uh, kids. Um, I'm the only one to go to college. I only want to go to law school. Um, I grew up on the North side, uh, basically the hood of Milwaukee. <laughs> and, um, believe me, they do exist before you comment or ask questions. Um, I was always surprised when uh, meeting people, and I know you got this too, where, uh, you know, we would say we're from Milwaukee and they would ask us like, you know, uh, don't y'all live on a farm yeah, or something yeah, like that? There's, there's black people there. So yeah, yeah, it's black people. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of black people. Um, I actually think of it as the Mississippi North, but I think that that's something we'll cover another another day. Um, but yeah, like uh, I went to some of the worst schools in, in Milwaukee. Um, in fact, by the time I had graduated college, you know, I had, I think every school I ever attended had closed. Um, so it was, it was a bit of a different path for me. Um, all my friends kind of went to, you know, the Rufus Kings and the Riversides or, you know, Dominicans, the, the, the better schools in, in the city. And my, my path wasn't, wasn't that, um, you know, by the time in my high school, in fact, uh, there was a, our graduating class was 114. I knew six people that were going to college. Um, and, you know, I had a 3.2, I think. Yeah, I had a 3.2 um, and I was ranked fourth in my class. So that kind of gives you a understanding of what, you know, we endured in our school. It was kind of chaotic most times, um, you know, and, and then I, I uh, had this dream of going to Marquette basically because of D Wade and because of the idea that I truly believed and I know you believe this, mm -hmm. Um, that uh, Marquette was like the Harvard of the Midwest, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. it was, it was one of those schools that, you know, few and far between. Um, from where we come from. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. I remember telling kids in my high school, I'm going to Marquette and they, you know, they looked at me and they were like, yo, you're not rich or white. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm half white. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but, uh, you know, and, you know, but that was kind of the mentality that, that, that was around us. Um, at least it, it, me during, during my time at, uh, at Custer High School and uh, not not for nothing. It still was a great experience. It just kind of shaped it, it shaped my views on, you know, what was and wasn't possible. Because I think me being a contrarian, I kind of just heard that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yo, I'm still going. Um, and then, you know, so uh, I didn't actually get into market initially. I um, like I said, my school wasn't the best and um, my grades compared to like other public schools was pretty low, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I didn't get accepted initially, but, you know, luckily I had, a, I had a, applied to the school that was in Waukesha, Wisconsin, which is like what, 30 minutes outside of Milwaukee um, called Carroll College. And uh, that's where I started um, my school at. And, uh, you know, eventually I transferred to Marquette uh, for a reason that I'll, I'll explain a little later and um, got into Marquette. That's where I met Larry. Um, and uh, we kind of had a community, um, you know, when you go to HBCUs, it's a different kind of experience, but I think we kind of created that own thing mm -hmm. at, at Marquette as best as we could. Um, but, you know, eventually, you know, I had uh, 
I decided that I wanted to be a lawyer uh, in part because Larry was like, I'm going to law school for sure. Like there's no, not to mm -hmm. cut, not to cut your story short, but short, but um, you know, he, uh, he was certain he was going to law school. I, was, I found inspiration in that. I found that, you know, I love that the access you could get as being a lawyer. I love that you could kind of walk in a room and, you know, say like under Hakuna Matata law, like, <laughs> you know, this is, yeah, this, true. this is what should happen. And people will believe you, you know, cause I never had that growing up. I never had that, uh, that confidence or that, uh, that, that benefit of doubt, I guess that whatever I'm saying is true. You know, I, I never had that. So I think, you know, going to law school was huge. Um, so long story short, I kind of, uh, I waited because I was broke. Um, once I, after I graduated, I worked at a nonprofit for a bit. Um, I, I remember I got a chance to see you and, uh, Larry and, uh, in his class. Um, and that kind of just really confirmed that I should be in law school. Mm -hmm. And I think once I made the decision, um, I chose the best financial situation for me. So I'm a, I'm a terrible test taker, honestly. I think, I, I wish I would've got like a tutor or something for the LSAT, mm -hmm. but it just wasn't, um, I don't know, I was broke, like no, I said. No, but there's a, there's a whole lot of systemic stuff too yeah, that yeah. goes into the LSAT. Oh, so, for so, sure. So it's not just like you're a bad test taker, right? It's yeah, just like yeah. those tests wasn't made for us. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. So it, yeah, and it was one of those things where I just knew like I wasn't gonna, you know, excel. So I kind of, I took the test and I got into like, three or four law schools um i ended up going to john marshall which is now uic um but i only went there because one they gave me the most money granted it wasn't like a full ride but it was enough um to to get me to where i wanted to go because i think at that point my whole idea was that if i had um like if i was the one that had to sacrifice in the, in the sense of like debt like i think i was okay with that because like I hadn't met a lawyer until I was like a sophomore in college and I never met a black lawyer until I was like a junior senior. Mm -hmm. And uh, that kind of blew my mind. And I think for me, you know, I wanted my nephews and nieces and my kids to grow up knowing that if nothing else, they can be like Uncle Tommy mm -hmm. or, or mm -hmm. my dad or whatever. And uh, yeah, that meant a lot to me. And I think I was willing to sacrifice whatever it was, whether it be debt or, you know, hours sleep, whatever just to have that that happen for my for my family because I knew I was the one quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, so I took I took the package that John Marshall gave me. I knew I was transferring regardless. because mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I'm not, So you went to John Marshall knowing like I'm oh, yeah. go somewhere else. Because yeah. I, I think I think it it was just I knew I knew the timing was right. Cause I, I was like, I think at my apex I was making twenty seven thousand mm -hmm. dollars at the nonprofit. And that was like I thought that was money, honestly. I mean, my parents made what I think, you know, thirty thousand or fit like definitely under sixty thousand together. So, um, and my dad worked like four jobs. So, I mean, making that money was like, you know, I thought I, I made it. And um, yeah, I had uh, I went there, I, I did really well, and then uh, I had applied for a bunch of schools just because at that point I was just like. I'm gonna shoot my shot regardless. Mm -hmm. You know, like what's the worst that could happen? Like they say no. People have been telling me no my whole goddamn life. So mm -hmm. like if they just deny me, it's all good. Um, so I ended up applying to uh, Notre Dame and uh, Notre Dame accepted me. So yeah, I go to Notre Dame. 
it was a great experience. I loved it there. Um, and then the next thing is every one L knows is getting a job. And mm. I wasn't able to do OCI, but what I did know is that I was able to connect with people, right? So mm. I just started emailing random, like super random. Like if you were black or uh, you went to Notre Dame or, you know, there was some connection in some way, mm. I emailed them and just was like, hey, my name is Anthony, I did my spiel. And I was like, you know, if you, if you could fit me in, like, let me know. You know what I'm I always tell law students, I'm like, if you can be proactive, yeah. you, can, you can make doors open for yourself. Right. That's, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like coming from the hood. I mean, that's all we know. Like we mm-hmm. take, we, I think the creatives live in the hood because we take the, the, we are giving less resources and still make like some mm-hmm. of the best stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I still have the, I mean, I still have the grind, but uh, I ended up going to, um, I met uh, this guy, Joseph McCoy, who was, he was at the time, he was a managing partner of Brian Cave, which is the top. I think 50 law firm. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing I asked them was just like, how are you the way you are in this, in this world? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how can you run this firm, which is top 50 law firm and, you know, talk the way you talk about the mm-hmm. way you walk. And uh, he looked me straight in my face and he was like, Hey man, they're going to always, they're going to try to change you. Don't let them do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of, uh, it shaped me in a way where I, I realized like I had been, ch- I had been chasing this idea that I had to be the perfect lawyer or like, this image, if you Google like black law, I mean, if you look, if you Google big law firm attorneys, mm-hmm. right, you don't think about some kid from the inner city. No, some people think being a good lawyer is doing it like them or sounding like yeah. them. And no, it's, it's being the best version of you. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think it, uh, it kind of helped me that in therapy, uh, helped me just, you know, understand that I was good enough and I belonged. I think for the longest, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand that part because I was trying to fit in with different people. And now, you know, now I'm just tone. That's mm-hmm. why I go by tone because it's, it's like, it's honest. It's what my friends call me. It's what my family calls me. Um, and, you know, I can still be the guy on the resume and the guy that wears dunks and EZs mm-hmm. and all this other yep. stuff. You know what I'm saying? I can be, I can be uh, both. So, now I'm at uh, Nixon Peabody, which is also a top law firm, and I practice M and A. Um, you know, I, I initially I wanted to be a district attorney, but I'll explain that later. And I think, um, you know, I've learned so much about myself, and you know, I'm just glad that we have a voice um, to to do that on like a podcast like this. Um, but yeah, that's a bit about my story. Like I said, I'll explain it a little bit, but. Uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't pass it to Larry. To yeah, I'm not going to go like <laughs> as, as in depth, I would say, yeah. you know, uh, for me, like I said at the top, uh, I'm Larry from Milwaukee, really the, the north and northwest side is where I um, grew up for the most part, uh, came up through the Milwaukee public school system. Uh, so Samuel Morris, Rufus King, uh, if you're familiar. Um, and then when it came time to go to college, um, you know, I was in a program called MSOE Upper Bound. And they were really the ones that really put the idea of college in my head and, and had me touring different colleges and ACT prep and you know mm-hmm. things like that. And um, I think just the exposure to college students that were mentoring me through that program is how I ended up applying to college in the first place. Um, and then in terms of where to go, you're right. You mentioned like we didn't know, right? <laughs> like, really, like I was looking at all right, how much is the application fee? Are they going to waive it? You know, yeah. so if it was free, I was applying, right? And then also um, when it came time to make a decision, it was like, how much money are you going to give me? So I feel like for me, like I got into schools like, you know, there's University of Michigan, University of Wisconsin-Madison, 
Um, but Marquette pretty much gave me a full ride uh, for undergrad and then uh, ended up at Marquette Law. And now I practice at a Fortune 100 company. So um, that's kind of like my, my trajectory. And really the biggest part of that is my mom. My mom was the one that uh, sort of guided me through all the way my entire life. Um, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, that's what I, I actually was something I wanted to ask you about. It's just like, because are you first generation? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. definitely first generation. Yeah. Um, my mom uh, is a was an MPS school nurse, and my dad was an MPS um, bus driver primarily. So, uh, for the most part, my dad wasn't that active in my life, and so that that plays a huge part into who I am today. Um, he passed away when I was in college, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom is, like I said, was the one that really had me just from age six through 18, really showing me, um, she didn't really know the answers on how to get me to where I needed to go, yeah. but she knew she was going to find the person that could get me there. And uh, that was through people like uh, the MSU Upper Bound program and, and um, YMCA had like some different programs that I would go to. And um, if it wasn't for people paying it forward, I wouldn't be where I am today. So um, that's another reason why I agreed to hop on this podcast is hopefully um, I can pay it forward to somebody. Uh, hopefully I say one thing throughout this uh, episode or through the series um, that resonates with somebody and, and they have an aha moment. You know what I mean? Just really, what, what, why does that mean something to you? I guess is it because I know why I do, but like, what is which part? Uh, just the idea of um, like paying forward and like you know speaking to kids coming up that are like you. Why is that important? Because I know how hard it was, like trying to navigate. You know, like um, literally, like where we're born in Milwaukee has a direct impact on whether or not we can achieve upper mobility. Yeah, so, statistically. Yeah, statistically. Yeah, it's not even like a, you know, like being black, being being from one zip code, then being black, like st- statistics wise, like mm-hmm. you're more likely to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Or um, be dead, et cetera. Or be yeah. dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to J. Cole today and he had this quote where he said, uh, um, he knew, he didn't know kids that went to Yale, but he knew, he knew hella people that went to jail. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I, like that I, I can read. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that went to jail. Um, nobody went to like Yale or Harvard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think um, for me, I remember my biggest thing was just figuring out FAFSA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like just mm-hmm. trying to figure that out. Like understand like my mom's taxes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much? How much I, I could get from student loans? No, like, like we had to figure it all out by ourselves. So to your question, it's like I don't want people to have to figure out by themselves. You mm-hmm. know, like we. We have the blueprint now. Like, yeah. if I can go back to when I was 16, probably, like, oh, man. bro, I'd be Harvard undergrad, oh, y- yeah. Yale Law. Like, you know, like, that's man. literally like, because I got the blueprint now. I didn't have it. So for me, you know, I take tremendous pride in me figuring it out for myself, essentially. Um, yeah. No, I think, I, bro, just, just on that, I think it's crazy. Um, like, if we would have had someone like us at that time, like, you know, or even just regular things, right? Like, uh, I have a friend who always says, you know, how easy it would, she, she always says, like, you know how easy it would be to get a 4.0 if you had, like, a tutor, mm-hmm. you had, like, you lived in a mansion, and you had a car, and you had all these things, like, and all you had to do was work on school. Yep. You know how easy it would be? Mm-hmm. No question I would be at Harvard, bro. I wouldn't even, it would be, it would be easy. Mm-hmm. It would be the easiest thing. Um, and it, it's something that I always think about, that, that that's why we separate, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. from, from our class or whatever, because we kind of had that drive to to get us where we had, like, look at what we've been able to accomplish with the limited resources, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's why I say the creators live in the hood. 